This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Monday, February 26th, 2024, I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, what would a new Palestinian government in the West Bank mean for the war in Gaza? All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Samantha Riddle will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Riley Burnett will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. The current temperature outside is a sunny 74 degrees. Human Rights Watch says Israel is not complying with an order issued by the United Nations top court because it is failing to provide urgently needed aid to desperate people in the Gaza Strip. The group's accusation comes one month after a landmark ruling in The Hague ordered Israel to moderate its war. In its ruling last month, the International Court of Justice ordered Israel to follow six provisional measures. Israel denies it is restricting the entry of aid and has instead blamed humanitarian organizations operating inside of Gaza. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump will make dueling trips to the U.S.-Mexico border in Texas on Thursday following the failed border deal that was opposed by the Republican frontrunner. That's according to the White House Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre and people familiar with both men's plans. Biden will travel to Brownsville, Texas in the Rio Grande Valley, an area that often sees numbers of, excuse me, sees large numbers of border crossings. Trump, meanwhile, heads to Eagle Pass, Texas, about 325 miles away from Brownsville, another hotspot. The people spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity to discuss plans that have not yet been announced. Hungary's parliament has ratified Sweden's bid into joining NATO, ending more than 18 months of delays that frustrated the alliance as it sought to expand in response to Russia's war in Ukraine. Hungary's government submitted the protocols for approving Sweden's entry into NATO in 2022, but the matter had stalled in parliament over opposition by governing party lawmakers. Unanimous support among all NATO members is required to admit new countries, and Hungary is the last of its 31 members to give its backing. But today's vote cleared Sweden's final hurdle and is first applied to join the alliance in May of 2022. A private U.S. lunar lander is expected to stop working tomorrow. Its mission cut short after landing sideways near the south pole of the moon. Intuitive Machines, the Houston company that built and flew the spacecraft, said today that sunlight will likely stop shining on the solar panels tomorrow morning. That's two to three days short of the week or so that NASA and other customers had been counting on. Last Thursday, the lander became the first U.S. spacecraft to land on the moon in more than 50 years. Photos from the NASA satellite around the moon show it landed within a mile of its target. The Palestinian Authority's prime minister has announced his government's resignation. It is seen as the first step in reform process urged by the United States as part of its latest ambitious plans to resolve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. But it will do little to address the PA's longstanding lack of legitimacy among its own people or its strained relations with Israel. Both pose major obstacles to U.S. plans for the PA, which administers parts of the Israeli-occupied West Bank, to govern post-war Gaza ahead of eventual statehood for the territories. Here's a look at the government's shaken up and what it means for the Israel-Hamas war. Coming up, 
West Virginia House passes bill to allow religious exemptions for student vaccines. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. Ever think of yourself as a human garbage can? Why can't you be more like him? Do you think you need to eat that? Nice hair. Did you use a weed whacker? Are you really that dense? Quit being a wuss. Baby, I love you. But either put out or get out. You're educated way beyond your intelligence. She wouldn't have done anything that stupid. Maybe you should start wearing more makeup. Stop being such a baby. Everyone else is doing it. Negative comments with or without peer pressure can damage not only a person's self-esteem, but may also create bad consequences. Whether it's verbal or physical, trash is trash, and only you have the power to put a lid on it. So don't allow yourself to become someone else's garbage can. This message about self-esteem is from your friends at WMUL. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back, everyone, to Lexington, Kentucky. It is still survive and advance time. Welcome back in to Fifth Third Arena, Cincinnati, Ohio. The Marshall Thundering Herd lead the 24th-ranked team in the country, the Cincinnati Bearcats, back here at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. The Federal Trade Commission is suing to block a proposed merger between grocery store giants Kroger and Albertsons. The FTC says the $24.6 billion deal would eliminate competition and lead to higher prices for millions of Americans. Today, the commission filed a lawsuit in U.S. District Court in Oregon. It was joined in the suit by the attorneys general of eight states and the District of Columbia. Kroger and Albertsons, two of the nation's largest grocers, agreed to merge in October of 2022. The companies said a merger would help them better compete with Walmart, Amazon, Costco, and other big rivals. Marshall students who live in the Twin Towers residence halls have been experiencing problems on multiple floors this term. As Luke Campbell reports, students say they are running into unsanitary conditions on a daily basis. When you are paying thousands of dollars in tuition, the expectation would be that the conditions you are living in are at the very least somewhat clean. Students say that the communal bathrooms on many floors of Marshall University's Twin Towers dorm are anything but. I've gone in there multiple times. The lid is filled with toilet paper. The, the bowl itself still has feces in, in there because people refuse to flush for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, um, well, just like, you know, the usual not flushing or other things, but I've, I've, I have a couple of friends who live like on different floors in the towers and they've, I've definitely heard some, some horror stories of people just like using the bathrooms and getting it on the walls and stuff, and which is kind of crazy. Students have tried to remedy the issue, but say they haven't had much luck. I've brought it up my RA multiple times before. He's brought it up during RA like floor meetings and stuff, but the problem still persists because it still follows in that same vein of you can't exactly put cameras in the bathroom. 
Students in the Twin Towers dorms say that this situation has gone on long enough. For News Center 88, I'm Luke Campbell. Thanks, Luke. If students need help with this issue, they can contact their resident advisor or Housing and Residence Life. West Virginia would join 45 other states that allow religious exemptions from childhood vaccines required for school attendance under a bill that passed the House of Delegates. The religious exemption is included in a bill that would let private schools decide whether to implement vaccine mandates. The overall bill was approved today. Now it goes to the state Senate. Some medical experts say the bill would weaken safeguards and vaccination policies. Republican Todd Kirby says the bill sends a message about existing guarantees of religious freedom. He says it would also give unvaccinated children the chance to have more important social interactions in schools and daycare facilities. Coming up next, a teammate is charged with killing an athlete at a Christian university. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Marshall sports journalism graduates learn transferable skills that score competitive careers. It's time for you to get in the game. Critical thinking, communication, and commitment to accuracy are desired skills in an expanding job market. Sports journalism and sports communication careers are some of the most coveted positions in the country. The Marshall University School of Journalism and Mass Communications is ready and eager to help you start your journey. Learn more at marshall.edu sojmc. Robin, are you seeing this? Yes, it seems like some sort of... There's someone here. What? It sounds like alternative and hip-hop. And jazz and blues. Is that award-winning news and sports? Gee Wilkers, Batman. What's going on? It's... it's green. It's white. It's W-N-U-L. 88.1. Saving the world from bad radio. And where's Ari Dent? Mr. Detweiler, we're all finished. <laughs> what? Your knee replacement went great, and it's all because of you. What did I do? You were captain of Team Detweiler. You told us everything. Medical history, allergies, you asked us tons of questions. Huh, I guess I did kind of run the whole operation, didn't I? We couldn't have done it without you. Patient safety. It takes a team. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons with more tips at orthoinfo.org slash patient safety. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. U.S. stocks edged back from their record heights, and the S&P 500 slipped 0.4%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 62 points today, and the Nasdaq Composite slipped 0.1%. Berkshire Hathaway was one of the heaviest weights on the market, even though Warren Buffett's company reported stronger results for the end of 2023 than an than analysts expected. Amazon slipped after officially joining the Dow, and Domino's Pizza jumped to one of the market's biggest gains after reporting stronger profit than expected. Treasury yields tickled higher, but the bond market was mostly quiet, which helped to keep the stock market calm. As a powerful winter storm dumped deep snow in parts of the West today, much of the central United States was unseasonably warm. In Wisconsin, where temperatures this time of year are general, gen, excuse me, freezing, people were playing golf. In neighboring Iowa, people walked their dogs in temperatures warm enough that some bulbs were starting to flower. 
and high win- excuse me high winds hiked fire risk in several states. Michigan voters are poised to cast ballots in their respective presidential primaries tomorrow, but a feeling of voter apathy has swept over the state. Both major parties have said they must win Michigan to secure the White House this year, but they're struggling to connect with voters. Some Democratic voters are pledging to vote, quote, uncommitted, unquote, in tomorrow's primary to let President Joe Biden know they aren't happy with his support for Israel and its response to the October 7th attacks by Hamas. Former President Donald Trump is expected to cruise to victory with new primary rules slanted in his favor. But questions linger over whether he can win over Michigan's crucial moderate voters. The Supreme Court has cast doubt with state laws that could affect how Facebook, TikTok, X, YouTube, and other social media platforms regulate content posted by their users. The cases are among several this term in which justices could set standards for free speech in the digital age. In nearly four hours of arguments today, several justices questioned aspects of laws adopted by Republican-dominated legislatures and signed by Republican governors in Florida and Texas in 2021. But they seemed very weary of boarding excuse me, of a broad ruling with Justice Amy Barrett warning of landmines she and her colleagues need to avoid in resolving the two cases. Both laws take aim at perceived bias against conservative viewpoints on social media sites. Authorities say a college wrestler in Kentucky was killed by a teammate at a private Christian university. Police say 18-year-old Josiah Kilman was pronounced dead at a hospital after ho- officers were called early Saturday to Campbellsville University in central Kentucky. The freshman from Columbia Falls, Montana, was found unresponsive in his dorm room. A campus lockdown was lifted that evening after the arrest of 21-year-old sophomore Charles Escalera of Moore, Oklahoma. Escalera is charged with murder and second-degree burglary. His attorney hasn't commented commented to the AP. An autopsy concluded Kilman was strangled. A motive remains undetermined. Coming up next, an ex-FBI informant charged with lying about Biden's to remain jailed while he awaits trial, Judge Rules. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. Golly, there's nothing to do. Wally is at baseball practice. Jane has her piano lesson. It's Friday afternoon and Timmy's having a little trouble with boredom. You know, Timmy, the best way to beat boredom is... Join an after-school program? Nice try. Take Sue to the malt shop? Not quite. Well, what is it? Listening to WMUL, of course. Why didn't I think of that? 88.1, right? You're catching on. Boredom will be a thing of the past once you listen to 88.1 WMUL. We are war veterans. And firefighters. Mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters. And kids at play. Each of us has experienced unimaginable pain, had countless surgeries and skin grafts. And emerged stronger. We are burn survivors. If you're one of us, please know you're not alone. There's an army of friends waiting to help you recover, renew, and return. Please support the Phoenix Society for Burn Survivors and help someone rise again. Visit phoenix-society.org for more information. Hmm, really dragging. I think I'm going to try some of those energy shots everybody's talking about. How about trying WMUL energy instead? WMUL energy? What's that? Only the best energy you can get. What flavors does it have? It comes in seven exciting flavors. Bluesberry, Jazz Pizzazz, Absolute Alternative, Resilient Rock, Ultimate Urban, Rejuvenating Gospel, and Moxie Mornings. 
available everywhere WMUL-FM's energy may be heard. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Emma Johnson. And I'm Luke Hamilton. And violence in Columbia's second biggest city has attracted a flood of tourists to Medellin's vivid colors, busy cafes, and booming nightlife. About 1.4 million people visited Medellin last year, many of them American. Now the surge in tourism has presented officials with a new set of dark challenges, including an uptick in sex trafficking and the killing of tourists and Colombian women after rendezvous on dating apps. The dangers came to a head late last year. Eight American men were killed between November and December, many after meeting local women who are often used as pawns by criminal groups that target foreigners. Donald Trump has appealed his $454 million New York civil fraud judgment, challenging a judge, excuse me, judge's finding that he lied about his wealth as he grew the real estate empire that launched him into stardom and the presidency. The former president's lawyers filed a notion of appeal today, asking the state's mid-level appeals court to overturn Judge Arthur Ingron's February 16th ruling in Attorney General Leticia James's lawsuit. The appeal ensures that the legal fight over Trump's businesses practices will persist into the thick of the presidential primary season and likely beyond as he seeks to clinch his Republican presidential nomination in his quest to retake the White House. Moscow ally Serbia is cracking down on anti-war Russia living in the Balkan country. Serbia opened its borders in recent years to tens of thousands of Russians fleeing the government of President Vladimir Putin and the war in Ukraine. Russian pro-democracy activists in the Balkan country now say that at least a dozen recently faced entry bans or had their residency permits revoked on grounds that they pose a threat to Serbia's security. Russian anti-war campaigners say at least eight others are afraid to speak publicly about their legal problems with the Serbian authorities. Rights activists say the residency problems point to a close relation between Serbia's increasingly autocratic president, Alexander Vucic, and Putin. An Ohio commission has awarded bids to frack oil and gas under state parks despite statewide backlash and an ongoing investigation into possibly fraudulent support. The Ohio Oil and Gas Land Management Commission granted the mineral rights to several out-of-state oil and gas companies. This allows them to frack for oil and gas under land parcels owned by the Ohio Department of Natural Resources and the Ohio Department of Transportation, including state parks and designated wildlife areas. Fracking opponents excuse me, in the commission for lack of transparency as there have been no public hearings and say the commission is giving in to corporate greed. Commission Chair Ryan Richardson did not make herself available for comment today. A federal judge says a former FBI informant charged with fabricating a multi-million dollar bribery scheme involving President Joe Biden's family must remain behind bars while he awaits trial. Today, U.S. District Judge Otis Wright II's order during a hearing in Los Angeles federal court reverses a different judge's earlier ruling, releasing Alexander Smirnov on electric, excuse me, electronic GPS monitoring. He is charged with falsely telling his FBI handler that executives from Ukrainian energy company Burisma had paid President Biden and Hunter Biden $5 million each around 2015. Smirnov pleaded not guilty to the charges. Defense attorney David Chesnov told reporters he plans to go into the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals to continue to push for release. And coming up, Samantha Riddle will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast. And Riley Burnett will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us.
was your hero when you were a kid? Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? Roberto Clemente or Walter Cronkite? Rosa Parks or Sally Ride? You're the right age to do something you can be remembered for. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Learn how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back inside the Xfinity Center here in College Park, Maryland. Happy to have you with us on this Black Friday. Welcome back inside Little John Coliseum. 4.48 to go in the first quarter. Welcome back to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Welcome inside the Cole Center, everyone. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Samantha Riddle, and it is now time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 74 degrees. Tonight we will dip down and see a high of 55. Tomorrow we will see highs in the upper 60s and lows in the lower 60s, with rain expected throughout the day. As we look towards this week on Wednesdays, we will see highs around 65 and lows near the mid-30s, with rain also expected. Today in weather history on this day in 1972, the Buffalo Creek disaster occurred in the Buffalo Creek Hollow of Logan County in West Virginia. A coal slag dam on the middle fork of Buffalo Creek burst, sending a 50-foot wall of water down a narrow valley, killing 125 people and causing $51 million in damage. Three days of rain atop a six inches of snow cover prompted the dam to break. Thank you to weather4u.com for that information. And that does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it is a sunny 74 degrees. For News Center 88, I'm Samantha Riddle. Thanks, Samantha. Now Riley Burnett joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, Emma. Here's a rundown of Marshall sports from this past weekend. Marshall women's basketball defeated University of Louisiana Monroe 99-90 on Saturday. This win allowed Marshall to clinch a share of the Sun Belt Conference title, improving its record to an impressive 21-6 while they are 15-1 in conference play. Abby Beeman led the Thundering Herb with 25 points, tacking on three three-pointers in the contest. ULM's Daisha Bradford led all scores throughout the game with 28 total points. Marshall's defense proved to be a force as they recorded 13 steals and forced a total of 21 Warhawk turnovers. Marshall will return to Huntington and face Georgia State on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Meanwhile, ULM will travel to Arkansas State on Tuesday, where the game will commence at 7. Moving on to men's basketball, Marshall men's basketball fell short to Appalachian State on Saturday, 58-65, marking Marshall's final home game this season. This game also served as senior day for the Thundering Herd, where graduate assistant Evan Bereda, Kevon Voiles, Marco Saranac and Camden Kerfman were all honored before the game. Voiles and Kerfman also led scoring for Marshall, each contributing 19 points in the loss. Nate Martin was relentless on the glass throughout the game, snagging a game-high 14 rebounds. Meanwhile, Miles Tate was red-hot for the Mountaineers, totaling 25 points. Marshall will travel to Georgia Southern for a Wednesday night contest, where the game will begin at 7 p.m., 
and App State will return home to face Old Dominion on Wednesday at 6.30. In baseball news, Marshall Baseball played in the Snowbird Classic over the weekend. Its first contest was against Indiana State, where it lost 4-5 in extra innings. The second game of the day was against Michigan State, where Marshall also fell short 2-6. These losses came despite a heroic effort from Owen Ayers, who went 4-for-9 with a home run and a double in the Saturday games. On Sunday, Marshall once again faced Indiana State, where it lost its third game of the weekend, 5-12. The scoring entourage came in the fifth inning for the Sycamores, where it totaled eight of its total 12 runs. The Thundering Herd will look to bounce back this Friday when Manhattan travels to Huntington to play the inaugural game at Jack Cook Field, which will take place at 3 p.m. Moving on to national sports news, in NBA news, only a few months after Steve Ballmer purchased the L.A. Clippers in 2014, he and his staff began reconsidering everything about the franchise, where it should play, what the logo should look like, what its collars should use, and even the name Clippers itself. They hired outside consultants to craft fan surveys asking all of the above. Meanwhile, the Clippers soared back into national relevance after the Chris Paul and Blake Griffin era gave the way to Kalai Leonard and Paul George offseason in 2019. The Clippers haven't made the finals, but they've cracked the conference finals in 2021 for the first time in franchise history, and they have been consistent contenders when they are healthy. Ballmer has pr proved winning to spend whatever it takes to win. In 2019, the Clippers announced plans to move into a brand new arena, which will be named the Intuit Dome, which will open next season. Additionally, the Clippers will also debut brand new uniforms and a new logo in the 2024-2025 NBA season. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Riley Burnett. Thanks, Riley. Coming up, at the Florida Man Games, big crowds cheer, excuse me, evading police and wrestling over beer. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. I missed a mortgage payment, but now I'm turning things around. With Sam, I can. Sam is Smart About Money, a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money at samican.org. Business has fallen off at work, but I'm getting prepared for whatever the future holds. With Sam, I can. Get empowered. Reach your financial goals. Visit samican.org. The adventure of a lifetime. Destiny will be revealed. Bear witness to a living legend. We've got to get out of here. I know! It's coming! No. It's here. The Cutting Edge. Slicing through the airwaves to a radio near you. WMUL 88.1 FM. Please save us from this dark future. Hello, welcome to WMUL. Due to a lack of volunteer DJs and anchors, the station is now fully automatic. This is DJ Electro Soul coming at you. Coming up next is my favorite song, Pure Sine Wave. This isn't the future anyone wants, and it can be prevented. WMUL-FM needs human DJs. Sign up today at marshall.edu slash WMUL, or find us in communications building room 204. Please, help us prevent the robot uprising. 
And finally today on News Center 88, it's a showdown that treats evading police and wrestling over beer like they were Olympic sports. The Florida Man Games made its debut Saturday in St. Augustine, with a dozen teams competing in events inspired by some of Florida's most harrowing and hilarious headlines. Events include wolfing down barbecue pork and sausage, dueling in muddy water in an inflatable pool, and pummeling each other with weapons made from pool noodles and duct tape. Other events involved running from actual sheriff's deputies while jumping fences and avoiding obstacles, or wrestling sumo-style while holding pitchers of beer. Organizer Pete Melfi says it was the opportunity, quote, to live a day in life of a Florida man without ending up in a cop car, unquote. The Major League Baseball is showing off its new uniforms during this year's tra- spring training, but the biggest problem is they might be showing too much. A series of pictures have shown a slightly embarrassing problem with the new, excuse me, with the MLB's new look. At least a handful of teams have pants that are relatively see-through. When players are wearing white tops and white pants, the tucked-in jersey sometimes makes it look like players are wearing diapers. Nike has been designing MLB uniforms since 2020, and Fantatics, excuse me, fan, Fanatics has been manufacturing them since 2017, but this is the first year for the Nike Vapor Premier jerseys. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Emma Johnson, Samantha Riddle, Nate Hara, Riley Burnett, Luke Campbell, and for the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Luke Hamilton, and your thought of the day is, I put my heart and my soul into my work, and I've lost my mind in the process. Vincent Van Gogh.